Welcome to Check-Ins with Jess, where you check in with yourself as we talk about the hard stuff, validate your feelings, and make sure you are seen and heard. I'm your host, Jessica Hadjman, and I'm so pumped you're here. By listening today, you're showing yourself that you matter, and you're giving yourself that time, space, and permission to dedicate to yourself. So yay! Great job. I'm so proud of you. On today's episode, I'll be talking with Hattie and Marissa, the owners of Ezrea Wellness. It's my first episode interviewing two different people at the same time. So that was super different, but really fun. They run a virtual yoga business together where they teach weekly classes. They have a massive demand library of videos and really make mental health a priority during their practice. They have a lot of experience in yoga and talk about how it's healed them in their own journeys and how you can make yoga a practice and well-being in your life that's long-lasting. I can't wait to dive in, but first, let's do our check-in. While doing these check-ins with reflecting back from the last seven days is great, sometimes seven days can feel like a lifetime ago, feel free to do the check-ins for just how you feel here and now in this moment. But it's always good to reflect back on the week because sometimes we move on and haven't let ourselves feel those feelings from before. As you reflect during these questions, try to just do the here and now. So how are you really doing? What does your mind need to feel whole? Are you placing unrealistic expectations on yourself? Have you shared how you feel with someone you can trust to listen? Have you loved yourself today? I hope by doing your check-in today, you can feel validated and aware of your feelings and emotions. Always feel free to hit pause after this segment or pause in between each question. I try to take a break and pause in between, but if you need more time, don't worry. Always feel free to hit pause and come back. The affirmation I chose for this week is, I can always change my mind. Azrea Wellness, Hattie and Marissa's business, actually posted this on their latest post, and I love it. It says, You can always change your mind. You're never stuck. You can decide to shift your focus at any point. You're allowed to think new thoughts, create new habits, and see things differently than before. All that matters is that it feels like you. I think it's easy to feel like we are stuck, and if we set a boundary, we have to keep it. We can't adjust it. If we did something or said something, dreams, aspirations, a way of life, having to do with faith or religion, a friend group, anything. Sometimes we can just feel stuck, but know that your feelings are always valid, and you can always change your mind at any time. I'm super excited to dive into this episode, so let's get to it. So we want to welcome Hattie and Marissa today. Super excited to have them. They are part of Ezrea. They have their own yoga company and I'm so excited to have them on the podcast and talk about mental health, more about their business and kind of just their their why and incorporating yoga and meditation and just more implementing it in your life and not just being a physical practice. And yoga can sometimes be intimidating. I'm barely a year in, kind of still super new, but I'm excited. I met Marissa in November when I had a networking thing. And this is actually why I started the podcast was at that networking thing. And she was just so sweet. And I've followed her along since and Hattie too. And we've just been, you know, in each other's DMs and cheering each other along. And I'm just excited to have them on. So welcome. Thank you for having us. We're really excited to be here. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. I am super excited to dive in and actually don't know how you two know each other. 
Well, I used to be in Phoenix. I am not anymore. Um, yeah. I'm living in Kansas now. Um, this is my home state, not my hometown, but I was in Phoenix and I taught yoga there and Marissa stumbled into my class. And then we say that one day we went to Chipotle after, and then we started a business together and the rest is history. <laughs> That's kind of the short, short side of it, but Oh, I love that. That's so, so fun where you weren't like expecting it, but starting yeah. a business, that's, that's really exciting. I love that. Yeah. And I saw that you, you two both have been practicing yoga quite a while, but your business is pretty new. You're almost a year in. That's super exciting. Yeah. How was that like starting it? And um, just kind of like the why of plunging in and stuff. Like I know it's, it's intimidating to start. Yeah, well, we really started it um, during the pandemic shutdowns where people weren't able to go to physical studios and practice in a space there. And people were kind of looking for an outlet to be able to connect with themselves, stay both physically and mentally um, active, you know, taking care of themselves in every way. And so that's why we decided to do an online and virtual platform um, to give people the tools to start their practice or continue their practice from home. That's super smart. And I'm glad people have that resource during that time. And I do feel like people have followed you since the beginning of, you know, starting it and everything. Yeah, definitely. And two, we had kind of like been doing our own things um, before we actually started the studio. So it seems like a lifetime ago, but when things first shut down, it was like, okay, we're going to do this for two weeks and then we'll be back sort of thing. <laughs> uh, so when that was more of how everybody was taking it, we were, well, Marissa had more of like a membership set up for her personally. And um, I had a pretty strong group of students from the studio that I was teaching at before things closed. So I was kind of teaching them on Instagram mostly. She had her um, membership set up with just herself. Um, and then eventually we kind of joined forces, started teaching some just like one-off, like $5 classes on Zoom, again, just for funsies, because we thought this was all temporary. Um, and then it kind of evolved naturally from there. And we eventually made a membership system ourselves and we've rebranded since then. A lot of things have changed, but um, that's the origin of it. Yeah, it's been amazing too, because even when things started opening up and people started going and being able to do studio or physical studio practices, there are still so many people that kind of get left out of that for whatever reason. Maybe they just don't feel comfortable yet because of the pandemic. Maybe in general, they don't feel comfortable practicing in front of other people um, due to their own mental health. Um, stance or maybe because of body image issues, just the time or the scheduling commitment of driving somewhere. There are just so many reasons that add up to why people still continue to practice with us, even though they have other options now. Oh, I love that. I definitely see the pros of that where you might think, oh, the pandemic is getting a little bit better. Why would we keep doing this? Or maybe it won't be as successful, but I feel like there is so many of those pros I never thought about when I first started going to yoga, um, is more to like heal and, um, in my mental health state. And yeah, I think I even had to have someone drive me the first few times I wasn't able to drive and it was really intimidating. Luckily a friend invited me 
and it was a very um, inviting and safe place. But yeah, I love that it can be really intimidating. So starting your own home and you have like an on-demand library too. And like, what are the options that you do? Yeah, so we have an on-demand library that is like has I think about 300 videos in it now, um, and there's tutorials and meditations and breath work and bedtime stretches and morning affirmations and full 60-minute classes and kind of a bit of everything in there. Um, and then we also have a live stream schedule with regularly scheduled classes, like you would see to in-person yoga studio um, that we also then record and put those into the library. Um, so those are kind of like our two, our two things. That's awesome. I think that's a very appeasing thing where if you want more than just like the weekly thing or going in person, which is super fun, I go about a few times a month, but having that um, demand of any time you want, having that, those daily things and making a daily practice. And I love that so much. Yeah, it's something that we want to um, incorporate into people's daily lives. So if you're looking for something to help you go to sleep, we have meditations for that that you can play while you're resting in bed. If you want to just do a quick little five or 10 minute stretch pre or post workout, or just we have things that you can do from your chair sitting at your desk. Um, so we just want to make everything accessible where you can incorporate it into your daily lifestyle rather than having to set aside, you know, a full hour of practice every day. It doesn't always need to look like that. You can really make it however you want it to be to best serve you. I love that. And I know that's a big part of your why also where you want it to be for everyone and inviting and welcoming and also just that daily practice and it just be more than you know, the physical side. Is there anything you want to expand on that with your why? I, I really liked it. How it was very inclusive. I love that we just really have these practices that are so sustainable and realistic. You know, that's kind of, I guess, heading into the realm of like healing your relationship with exercise. We so often see just in our world, you know, people like forcing themselves to go to the gym or making themselves wake up really early and go on a run or something like that. Um, and we just really believe that it doesn't need to be that way. And that um, exercise and movement is something that we should enjoy because it's a miracle that our bodies can do these things. And taking that um, headache out of it is so valuable and really has helped. I know that me and Marissa have felt this personally and we've seen it in our students now has just helped us heal our relationship with ourselves in lots of different ways other than just that physical aspect. Um, so that's where things like a three minute breath work routine is of course not something you're gonna drive to a studio to go and do but maybe you would open up your phone and press play while you're, you know, sitting at your desk and don't have time to do something else, but you got that in and you wouldn't have otherwise. So that's kind of like a really big part of why we love the platform that we've created and what 
the opportunities that it allows for our people to have, because um, it is such a practical, sustainable way to be consistent with something that doesn't make you hate your life. <laughs> I just love preaching that where you're doing it out of respect and you're grateful for your able body and it's not the punishment or I have yeah. to. And that mindset is so, so hard to get over and I'm barely like a year and a half into that. And yeah, I wish everyone could have that. It's a totally different mindset and helps you. Yeah. With your relationship with yourself and kind of your daily life. Yeah. Marissa, do you want to expand on that or how yoga personally has healed you? Yeah, definitely. I think that times of transition in my life where I have a big life event, um, personally, or just within my family, yoga gives me a place to kind of ground myself and reconnect, really re-look at everything to see kind of how to move forward. I feel like I struggled a lot more heavily with anxiety when I didn't have this practice. And I just, you know, connecting to yourself is something that's so personal, being able to find your most authentic self, um, be healthy and happy really affects everyone around you. And so why don't we want to be kind of the best version of ourselves so that we can all uplift each other? And um, that's kind of how I see it. Of I found an amazing community here with people who want exactly that instead of the super competitive world that society kind of fosters, I would say. Um, yoga is really a or yoga studios and the people in the community really have a different mindset on it, it seems, of just wanting everyone to do their best and be gentle on themselves, not forcing themselves into anything that's unsustainable or unhealthy, really just making it your own personal journey. I love that so, so much. And yeah, just not pushing yourself again, like out of punishment, the yoga class I go to. Definitely during the poses and things, it's more like a yin, like restorative type of thing, which is my favorite. I haven't done much of the others. It's kind of intimidating, but yeah, just like pushing yourself as much as you want to, but listening to your body type of thing. And even the breath work and breathing things that you think, oh, you would just breathe every day, but having to control that and just your mindset, it seems easier said than done, or even meditating where being still, it's a practice to be still in your thoughts and, you know, being graceful as thoughts do come and letting them go to a place. I really, I really love that. And meditation has just been a new fun thing for someone that yoga might seem intimidating to, or they have no idea what to do or where to start. What do you recommend them doing or how it could help them? Just the small things you've talked about already. I would say um, kind of like how you said that like yin is something that works for you is understanding that there are so many different kinds of yoga. And um, even in that, there are so even way many more uh, yoga teachers and everybody, you know, you can go to one vinyasa class and another vinyasa class and they're going to be totally different. So finding... Um, a style that you like, and then a teacher that teaches that style in a way that you like, I think is a good place to kind of start. Um, but then also like starting small, like truly even just doing like child's pose and cat and cow in the morning and like calling it a day. Cause if that's something that seems achievable to you and seems like something you can, you know, pull out your phone, set a five minute timer and 
commit to doing even three times a week, that's so great. And that's more than you were doing before. And that's something that's so easy to build on and it will come intuitively as it's supposed to. Um, and again, it's not going to be training your brain into this way of like, oh, okay, I have to do my yoga. I'm going to make sure I go do this. And then it's all of a sudden this like chore that gets added onto your to-do list. Um, so just making it something that you truly do enjoy and that isn't anything other than that really, I think is the best first step. I love that. Marissa, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I would agree that it's a practice where you don't want to force yourself. It's very intuitive where you can listen to your body each and every day without expectations. So maybe yesterday you did an invigorating uh fast-paced vinyasa flow and the next day you want five minutes of child's pose and you can get into your head sometimes and compare like maybe I should be doing what I did yesterday or the day before that but each and every day is going to look completely different that's just the human experience so giving yourself the space to allow that to be and just honoring yourself I think is a really big part of it so no expectations, which is easier said than done, um, but it is a practice. So it'll be changing and evolving just as you do. I love that. I also have seen besides, you know, the mental health benefits, the physical ones too. I feel so much better. The pain of things that I've just always had, like lower back pain and things like that is almost completely gone or way, way less, especially when I do it in like my sleep. I do it at night and um, the class I go to. So it's very beneficial. So I love that there's so many aspects of yoga that can, you know, heal you and the physical and mental benefits too. Totally. And I had asked you this before about incorporating mental health because I like that you guys talk about that and it's incorporated in your business. Um, the question I had asked was if you had a magic wand to wave over society, what would you want to change or what people to know about mental health in general and just kind of expanding on that. Yeah, I mean, it would be amazing in, in an ideal world if we could have more education around how important mental health is. We were just talking about this together the other day about how it seems like physical health is a priority. You know, you see commercials about gyms of people uh, advocating for you to get up and move your body but how often do you see a commercial for taking care of your mental health, maybe seeking out professional help? And it's something that kind of is swept under the rug a lot of times because people get maybe uncomfortable speaking about it or feeling vulnerable can be uncomfortable. So nobody really wants to talk about it. Um, but the great thing is, I feel like with the internet, more people are more interconnected and it has been shared as a topic more often recently, which is amazing. Like, I'm so excited to see that. Um, but yeah, more access, more funding put behind it would be amazing. You know, even just trying to figure out the healthcare system of who's in your network or how to find a healthcare provider. Um, is difficult and it's even more difficult, I think, sometimes to find someone to talk to, a therapist or somebody who can, you know, check out maybe your chemical imbalances if that's something that you're dealing with is so important to bring awareness to. That's great. Anything else, Heidi? 
Um, I think you mostly got it, Marissa, just the fact that it is so imbalanced. We see physical health ailments as so much more of an issue than mental health ailments. And um, I was having this conversation with a different friend the other day, but I believe that Marissa and I have had the same one of if I have a poor physical health day, um, as in I'm, I have a cold or something along those lines, I can kind of like roll through things a little bit and get some things done. Of course, I'm not at hundred percent, so it's not a normal day, but if I have a low mental health day, like not, not, nothing's happening, <laughs> nothing is going on and everything is dark and cloudy and not okay. And, um, just the fact that those two things are not seen widespread um, and not viewed in that way is pretty mind boggling. And I think that especially too, after these past two years of the pandemic, the world is really starting to wake up to that, which is definitely like a blessing in disguise, I think. But yeah, that that unevenness is what I would use my magic wand on. Yeah. Yeah, Or just having that balance of it too, for sure. It's definitely something that we try to focus upon here at our studio as well. Um, Giving people space to move through those different days. You never have to have your camera on for Zoom classes. On demand really has unlimited capabilities where you can do it literally anytime you want with no expectation of having to talk to anybody on the other side of the camera or in the room with you. Um, So it really gives you that space. And also we try to do everything from a trauma-informed lens. You know, we're all humans. We all have different experiences um, and things going on in our lives. So giving that space for options is something that is so important to us. You know, one day, maybe you want to do everything that your teacher says and guides you through. You want to follow that exactly. And the next day you want to skip everything that they are, you know, showing you or guiding you through because it's not what your body is asking for. It's not what your mind is asking for. And that is okay. We always prioritize the students listening to their own selves as their best teachers rather than us. We never want to tell people you have to do this, you know, because that's just not good for anybody. That's uncomfortable for everyone, really. Yeah. And as long as everyone's being safe, then we're okay in that respect. And um, I think everything that you just listed, Marissa, is another pro of online yoga um, because you you know, of course, even when we do teach in person, we do take the time to give those options and encourage people to do what they're wanting to do if it's other than what we're queuing. Um, but if you're in a room with a bunch of other people, you're going to be less likely to do, follow that as much or um, maybe stray as much as you would if you were in your living room with a yoga mat rolled out and your camera off, you know what I'm saying? Um, Mm -hmm. So that's just kind of like a really great perk of online. Like you had said to people that aren't feeling up to having those conversations. I was literally in our DMs today with a member of ours who um, lost a close friend recently. And she was just saying how, um, she hadn't been in class in a week or so because of that. And I just made sure to let her know that, 
you know, she can come in and um, we mute everyone during class for just sound quality reasons. Um, but before we usually have like some chat and after we have some little chat and I just told her like, you know, you don't have to do that. Like you can come in and stay muted and we'll just act like you're not there if you want us to. Um, and we just really encourage everybody to make the space what they need it to be. Um, which again, of course, we want that to be the case in person, but since we are in a physical space with other humans, it just doesn't lend itself to it as much as online does. So I think that's a big place where we get the opportunity to tie in mental health more so. Yeah, I never thought about that of, yeah, like being able to really tune it in with yourself of how am I feeling? What is actually going on? Might even be getting emotional during these breath work or meditation or things like that, or even just the yoga moves in general and poses. Um, I never thought about that. I love that you guys do that. And yeah, in your bio, that you're trauma-based and you really focus on that, but your name also, it like means something, right? Can you kind of explain that? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, shelter base, um, like security landing point like use it in a sentence example that I like to give with this question is uh, so you're kind of like moving through your life you're stepping up going through these like um, you know changes and evolution and then um, there's those points where you kind of like plateau for a moment um, and that plateau is astraya so it's um, the Sanskrit word for it so I, I like that a lot, but it's kind of like your, your checkpoint, your milestone sort of thing. It's definitely something, um, that I at least personally have tried to work on, you know, there's kind of a buzzword of like saying like, this is a safe space. And while that feels like so good to be able to provide for people, um, I try my best not to use that. Sometimes I slip up, um, but you know we cannot ensure a safe place for every person. Maybe we feel safe there, um, but different people have different lived experiences. So somebody just using a catch-all phrase of like, look, come here, this is a safe space, doesn't necessarily apply to every single person. And that's such a great thing about being in your own home. If you have a secure place to practice, or maybe if you don't feel that way in your home, you can find maybe a park or somewhere connecting to nature that makes you feel safe and secure. And that is something that our studio allows for you to find for yourself, you know, creating your own space that you feel comfortable enough to explore and go within to connect with yourself in your practice. Wow. Yeah. I love that. I love that your business name means something too, but exactly like you said, but I feel like even though it's online and somewhat, you know, distance, I still feel like there's that community feel within, you know, your company and business and just like the family feel and that it is, um, it's welcoming, you know, even if you said you can't guarantee the safe space, I never thought of that, but at least your corner of the internet is, and you know, it's, it's welcoming to everyone in all types of life, you know, in all types of, if they've ever done yoga or if they've been doing it a long time. So I love that. Yeah, definitely. We've taught people that are literally in their 90s. So it's really amazing how accessible the practice can be if you have a teacher that prioritizes that. Oh, wow. I, that's crazy. I love that. Do you have other 
advice for business owners in general, you know, maybe starting a business or they're wanting to take that next step. Um, I kind of want to just adhere to those people that it would benefit just any advice. I have a thought for people who are working with a business partner. Um, something that has been invaluable to us is open communication. Um, so even if you're doing it on your own, having other people that you can bounce ideas off of um, and making sure that you're staying in alignment with your why and what you want to bring to the world is so important. Just kind of having those little times where you take a step back and remember exactly why you started your business. Um, and then having someone to talk it out with honestly and openly rather than feeling like you have to kind of swallow your opinions or your thoughts because you want to be able to present yourself in a way that services the people that you want to serve. And it's all about that. So I would definitely say open and honest communication, keeping in mind why you started a business. Awesome. I love that. Anything else, Hattie? Um, the thing that came to mind immediately when you asked was um, just like authenticity, which is kind of what Marissa is saying. Um, but I guess we kind of when we rebranded, that was a big part of it was that we realized we were kind of coming at our message from like an educational standpoint, which, of course, we want to um, provide that education and teach these things. Um, but also we realize that we are huge students in this practice ourselves um, and coming at it from a place of we're learning with you more so allowed for so much more connection and engagement and just being realistic with people in the way of saying instead of like, this is the lesson saying, maybe instead, this is what I am learning right now. What do you see in your life that relates to that? Um, and kind of reframing things like that in the way of moving together rather than I have something that you don't have. <laughs> no, I love that. It's very interesting. Cause me being my own person, CEO, whatever owner of a business that just bouncing ideas off of, I can definitely see the benefits of especially if you have someone that's open and communication, you can voice your opinions that you can tag team and tackle it both. And I love that you guys met and have this amazing business. Yeah. The thought that you just said of how you love that we met each other. I'll just say like, same here. I feel so grateful and so lucky that we're in this position that we are. We, you know, get along so well and it makes so much more of a value add where we had started this kind of separately of teaching on our own virtually. And now we've come together and joined forces and it just makes it so much more of a powerful community because we have different experiences ourselves. We have different teaching styles and, you know, that is an amazing thing to just amplify our strengths together. Hey, awesome. I'm excited to see where business goes. I'm excited for people to check it out. And yeah, where, where can they find you? Internet, social media, give us all the things. Well, our website is srayawellness.com, A-S-R-A-Y-A wellness.com. And our Instagram handle is Asreya period wellness co. So just CO tacked onto that. Same on Spotify. If you want some yoga tunes, I think that's it. With same on Facebook, we've got our Facebook page. It's Asreya wellness co. 
and we have a free week too for people that haven't taken classes with us before. Um, so if anybody's interested in that, um, you'll see it on the classes page of our website, um, but you can also reach out to us at any of those places and we'll get you set up. So. Awesome. Well, I'm excited for listeners to tune into that and I will link everything in the show notes so they can access it easily. Um, thank you guys so much for being here and tuning in with me and I appreciate it. Thank Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. Yay, wasn't that so awesome? I hope you liked it a lot and that it helped you and you left feeling excited about this new way of thinking. If you have tried yoga, maybe implementing it a little bit different in your life. And if you haven't tried yoga, maybe being open to the idea of it or even just those two to three minute breath work or meditations like Hattie and Marissa suggested, just making it for you in that moment. Just changing your view on exercise. I loved how they talked about that. I very much preach that all the time of treating moving your body as something you want to do, not have to do, and out of respect and not punishment. I think it's so cool and different to have this online on-demand resource. So if you go check them out, all their links will be in the show notes below. They're known as Azrea Wellness on all the platforms, but I will link that directly below. Yeah, feel free to check them out. Go give them a like, a follow. They are super genuine and intentional and they always post really great quotes even in other resources and other things like that to make you feel validated and just that they're why of their business, just making mental health a priority. Thank you so much for listening. Again, please share with others. Leave a review if you haven't and if you've been meaning to. doesn't have to be long, just sincere, short and sweet, whatever you want. As you go about this next week, realize you're doing a great job. Focus on the here and now in the moment. Realize you don't have to do it all, all at once. And just keep working slowly and steadily to bettering the relationship with yourself, being more confident with yourself, and trusting that gut feeling because only you know the next best steps to take in your life that's going to benefit you on becoming your best self. Listen for the meditation music at the end. Feel free to make that your five minutes of being still meditating, just giving yourself grace for the entire duration. We'll see you next time on Check-Ins with Jess.